What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories, bands, some idle champions, coolest campaigns, and characters. Every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash games or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the idle champions lore that's fun to know about. And B. Dave does the forbidden dance. If you're here this live in the chat, you leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Erin M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, a six-book series fit set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring three of your favorite idol champions, champions, Frida, Havilar, and Mahen. I'm also a content designer for idol champions, and I play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrawlers. Yeah. Just saying, audio listeners, the forbidden dance is why you have to tune into the uh, video version <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of our program here. For the rest of you, happy Wednesday. Happy uh, Wednesday. B. Dave Walters, I say words about things, and apparently uh, we'll wiggle anywhere there's a camera. So, you know. <laughs> I can't even say wiggle anytime you start the music. There wasn't any. Just it was time. So there we go. That's why G4 hired you. you that is literally your it. Heart. It said the groove is literally in the heart. Also, the <laughs> fact that I could drop it like it was warm was not unrelated as to why G4 hired me to tell you the truth. Yeah. So <laughs> drop it's not. Like it's, warm. it's not not that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, hi everybody uh, that is watching and or listening at a later date. Um, yeah, th- so th- this week, um, we well, D- D- Dylan was was sick over the the weekend. Poor He's doing Dylan. better now. We, we, we uh, wish him getting better fast. Uh, but that meant that the uh, kids got to run the classroom. <laughs> we got to kind of pick our own topic. And you know what? The hand of Vecna is in the game in a skin and a feet. So it counts. So it the counts. Hand, the hand of Vecna is also in my room. Yeah. It's just over there. I, I, I'm going to lower my mic so you can say, yeah, I still got, I still no, got there, it right there. there. It is. It's it is. even got the guitar pick still from uh, uh, Dinner for Dragons. Still there, <laughs> still canon. Oh, and my cat is making a special appearance in my room. Hopefully you sure. don't do anything bad. Anywho. Ratings. Uh, yeah. So Vecna, uh, one of the most feared villains in the multiverse. Where do you want to start with this lovely lich boy? Uh, um, I feel like the hand and eye might be a good place to start because that's where Vecna starts. Because originally uh, there is no Vecna. There's or, the artifacts that remain. Or that's where Vecna ends. That's you know? true. That's true. Mm, mm, mm. Publication mm. order or yeah, in-world chronology. Mm, let's be, mm, let's mm. let's uh, question. let's let's begin at the be- begin at the beginning. Uh, but <laughs> by the way, the artifacts that remain is my uh, new fantasy metal band. That's a good name. I am very into it. No, Stavigail Cobalt. You can't see my cat because she will attack me right now. <laughs> um. So, so what you're saying there is that originally, as far as like out, like meta wise, the mm-hmm. artifacts came first. The hand and eye of Vecna were artifacts that showed up and then yep. got built on. Yeah. In first edition, Vecna is dead, 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 destroyed long ago, and all that's yeah, dead, and then dead again, and then extra dead, and then a little more, just for good measure. <laughs> Sprinkle some um, more dead on there. Spoiler alert: that doesn't last. <laughs> um, so they were, yeah, their artifacts, the hand and eye of Vecna, uh, were created by a game designer named Brian Loom and added into the game. Um, they're kind of reminiscent of some artifacts from, um, Michael Moorcock's, um, series, the hand of quill and the eye of Rin. Ooh. Um, so they're, these are, these are pretty, uh, serious business. It is literally Vecna's eye in hand and you have to attach them to your own body mm-hmm. in place of your otherwise working, um, attributes. 
for them to work. Apparently uh, that's just business though. <laughs> from what I've, what I've been told. What I might have heard. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, okay. So, so what did, do we, do we know, do we have it easily accessible what they did in first edition? Cause I know magic items are kind of wild in, in, the first two editions where it was like what, either we're going to give you a lot of math or it's a lot of role play stuff what the, what the eye and the hand actually did mm-hmm. yeah in first edition um it was it i don't it actually wasn't really in it it's mentioned in the dungeon master's guide oh. and it's like as a cautionary tale you know, oh. like, oh, don't use the iron hand of Vecna. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just picturing. everywhere is like. So do use the iron hand of Vecna. <laughs> so also, what you're you, saying. Also, you guys got to remember, too, you know, from, from, from back, back, back in my day, from some of us, some of us who were there. There's the old man first, Walters. Haven't seen the, him for a bit. When, when, the first, when the first edition rules were written, it was it was far more conceptual. The game was there. So did, not everything had to have a stat block because we had we had imagination there. There were just, there were rule books for as far as the eye could see. <laughs> it was it, your dungeon master was just meant to torment you. And however they saw fit. That's that's how that was. Yeah. yeah. The supplement it comes from is called Eldritch Wizardry. And I just looked up the cover and it is something. Oh, now I got to see this. It's a naked yep. lady on an altar. Oh, of course it fire. is. I mean, this sounds that's... pretty metal. What's what's the name of this? It's oh my not. God. It's so like, what's... imagine that, but it's painted in 1918. In Wait, but... a it's called Eldritch Wizardry. Eldritch Wizardry. <laughs> Um, that is a that is a I'm, naked I'm, I'm lady. Like, I'm like, first of all, of. don't kink shame me. You don't know what I'm into. Uh, <laughs> um, I just wouldn't call it metal. It's no, it's, it's um, not very metal. And, you, you, you know, okay, wait a second. You don't. Know, you know what? Art is Hold a on. process, but no, really. also no, really, that doesn't I, look like a human body. I do okay. expect that to look like the album cover of a vinyl that is propped in the window of a used bookstore and has been there since the shop opened. Yes. It, it, it also it. seems like a, a piece of art that would show up in like the background of a Silent Hill level that I would spend way too much time thinking was part of the puzzle. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's and like, how many, how many things does a flame have? I mean, well, there's the other one that is uh, the book six of Eldritch Wizardry, where apparently that same woman is actively being sacrificed. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, it's I, a I, process. I see, a, I see. Yeah, right. No, right. Like, we're getting there. Like, there's way more tentacles later on. Yeah, um, yep. I yeah. see that one. Yep, yeah. That's... So, game, just to, I, I, I might understand where the satanic panic came from, y'all. I mean, <laughs> having, having been there at the time. But we were like, no, it's not uh, well. No, no. Um, no, yeah, we're yeah. just sacrificing this innocent life to uh attain uh evil undead timeless power, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so hand of I hand and eye of Vecna were the first things okay. to show up in the game. Okay, wait, I'm about oh. to do something highly un- non constructive here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you <laughs> on guys this here. show, B Dave. Yeah. No, no, on look at this, this show, no, no, look at this. Look Dylan's at this not so sick anymore, he can catch you. It's true. I, I run really fast. <laughs> I, I, besides, I distracted him with talking about the book of Boba Fett. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> I distracted him. Yeah. Hang on. I gotta. I gotta open. Oh my <laughs> god. Right. I, Who is every, this man? <laughs> dear, dear friends. I just sent. I sent the cover of the Dungeon Master's Index First Edition. 
uh, by Dave Arneson. Uh, and <laughs> that that's is... what DMs look like. That was the game. I mean, I know that unintentionally, this is For, the most accurate portrayal of I could actually, I could actually show yeah. this on the stream. So okay, I, I will yeah. do yeah, right. it. Here, here, it's here not is... like a problem. It's yeah. just. I right. mean, it's a different kind of problem if yeah. this is not what you just damage, which is not mine. I just yeah, they don't know. <laughs> didn't realize just how much of the truth they were telling in this image. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just going to remove that. Yeah, yeah. this is, this is that's there a self-portrait. <laughs> okay, so Vagna shows up as the hand and eye uh, first. When did we get anything that was not even like a stat block but it's like vecna's back and this time it's personal <laughs> in the adventure vecna lives exclamation point you know i shouldn't even be a little bit surprised <laughs> it's like you thought i was dead but actually i'm a demigod um and the, the player's like i wonder what happens in this one yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's a real I mean, tough nut exciting, to crack. Yeah. Right? You hear this, you you get these little hints of this this um this super powerful lich, mm -hmm. and uh, and then you see the the new adventure is Vecna lives. I bet that was exciting at the time. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm I, not um, discounting that, but yeah. I, just... I, sh I should say um the Beck Vecna originally came from Greyhawk. That which is a good point. Is, which is also where Aslan comes from originally. So oh. Greyhawk's number one export is terrible lich wizards. <laughs> that's just isn't that's, the Sirac from there too? I think he might. Be. Uh, I think it's there. He might be yeah. too. That's, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh yeah, because the yeah the tomb the tomb of horrors was first in Greyhawk, I believe. That yeah, that's true. Yeah. So legit, <laughs> your number one export. Is evil lich wizards, which what does it say about Greyhawk that they amass all this power and the first thing they all want to do is leave Greyhawk? You know, <laughs> like they're like yeah. all the angsty teenagers from like '60s films are like, I gotta get out of this town. I gotta get out of this plane. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this, this plane's taking me nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know? just go, yeah. the lich is going down the street. <laughs> 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 Oh, this, this is what they pay us for people uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. uh oh yeah yeah uh catch 23 put in the chat don't forget tasha yep it's true but a bun bunch of bunch of evil evil wizardry people you know, again what you know i remember playing in greyhawk it didn't seem like this terrible apocalyptic hellscape that was dark sun you know like greyhawk yeah. seemed fine maybe it's maybe greyhawk's less less apocalyptic because they all go mm, let's go to forgotten realms and mess up stuff <laughs> right that's you know, the catastrophe world let's do that that's the you, ongoing catastrophe dark sun is catastrophe already happened I, I i will say i will say uh Feyrun is the new york slash la of going to like yeah. pull off you know interplanar hijinks like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere you know like like the streets I mean, are paved gold with evil plans. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They say, they say, yeah, if, if I can go compete with like the creme de la creme of evil, then I really got something. Yeah. Versus, I would, I... <laughs> you know, speaking as someone who's from a lovely place that success would have been irrelevant in, I comprehend this where you're like, I must go now. I have amassed enough power to depart here. Yes. Uh, someone asked the chat Greyhawk episode to win. This is probably about as much as you're going to get of it. It's not currently in the game, so 
about just us making gray hog jokes that's about as far as it goes you know uh, bold of you to assume we you know we we just extended to do more run more episodes of this Dylan show can't so, be yeah. healthy forever it's oh my true. god be a real shame if something that sounds like happen a threat i don't mean it like a threat yeah no i'm just we gonna love send you him Dylan. his favorite food no yeah. i'm gonna send him some stuff that he should consume on tuesday night <laughs> yeah right uh, i just met dylan has a toddler and it's true just germ uh, factories <laughs> that is yeah Ooh. speaking um, of germ factories liches um well, but I, I they're say kind it, of the opposite dude liches there's I, I, they gotta be pretty they gotta be pretty nasty on. they're carrying some nasty stuff with them they're, they're kind of they're, they're kind of desiccated though i mean look at that hand it's like jerky i don't know yeah what you is know? there to yeah what's there to, to nosh well, on if but, you're a bacteria but, but, it's too dry that's why say, you make beef jerky so that it doesn't rot sorry go ahead i mean are we making lich jerky though is it like the they eye are jerky hand? they're it's basically the, magic jerky that's a the, lich that's the eye hand and jerky of vecna that's the third oh. relic Oh, yeah. do you want to get into some random Vecna relics? Because people definitely went ahead and made some random Vecna. Oh, let's hear that. I, I just, yeah, wait, I just, I just need to say can... one thing before we divulge into the Vecna relics. And, and God help me if I the Vecna jerky comes from where I think it does. I would just like to shout out the second edition art of Vecna. He sort of just kind of looked like a dude with a skin condition. Like maybe he was going through some stuff. <laughs> You know, maybe he was just having a really bad. Oh yeah, no, that's a nasty man. <laughs> yeah. That that man's yeah. covered in disease and germs. That, that, now that okay, guy's spreading something. Yeah, that yeah. that guy, right? But then by third edition, he's just like an angry skelly boy. I actually really like that art though. That art is yeah. actually pretty cool. He, yeah, he, that is he's scary. Yeah, that that he's like, where's my hand? You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, Get that's, it back. Yeah. Right, where my hand? Bro, where my then, hand at? And then by fifth edition, he went back to being kind of a little meaty again. <laughs> Nan bread loaf Greyhog. Greyhog exports. Lynch jerky. Order yours today. <laughs> Don't do not order. Don't it. do it. Don't do it. Do okay. not be deceived. Ve other idea. Vecna artifacts. Let, let, mm -hmm. let's, okay. let's jump on that one. So uh there is an adventure. It is the last I think it's the last second edition adventure. Yeah, the last adventure to be written for the second edition rule set is Die Vecna Die. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a lot of minor artifacts in that, which include the first digit, the right thumb of Vecna, the second digit, the third digit, the last digit, um, his incisors, which is, is in there, although they, they're described as the canines, apparently. Molar, scalp, skin, heart, foot, left foot. Homebrew's weird. Right what eye. The, heck? <laughs> the artifacts in uh, third edition are known as the fragments of Vecna. Ooh. Um, some assembly required. Yeah. Like at some point, is there Vecna left? Um, there's also um, the head of Vecna, which is apparently uh, a hoax. There's no actual head of Vecna. Mm. I appreciate um, there's like the pinky toe alert. Vecna, but everybody's like, not the head though. Come on. Not also, uh, uh, I, re I realize. Overlord in the chat is uh, is requesting that there be a spleen of Vecna. I mean, if you can get it off him, I bet it's got some kind spleen of ability. <laughs> Left nostril of Vecna. That's true. Also, there's just also. For the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. There's also uh, the left ear of Vecna from uh, Dragon Magazine issue, um, and then uh, there's also a in the open grave sorts book there's a lich that has the heart of vecna so again uh, like i'm not sure if all of this is canonical what exactly is left 
of Vecna. Yes, Although I, I have guess this he might evil... be able to rebuild parts at some point. I like the idea of this guy's like, like, I have this evil artifact in my possession for centuries. It is the toenail clipping of the left big toe of a It's Vecna. almost like, like an evil version of like relics, right? Like this is yeah. the saint's toe. Like this is the what saint's. It is, yeah. Yeah, but it's all just one guy. Just one guy. This is my lucky <laughs> Vecna toe. I, I would submit that even the Saints relics were evil Saints relics the entire time. Because if somebody was just like, here's this holy person's toe, I'd be like, bury it. Um, but so I, I realize we, we, we went all over the place, even for us, with Vecna's story here. Just like Vecna uh, and the multiverse. Just like Vecna and the multiverse. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so the thing is, this is one of those characters that is so old that originally kind of didn't have a story. And then yeah. like just bits and pieces of a story just sort of came up around him of like, mm-hmm. what's terrible stuff? He's from Greyhawk. He wrote the book of Vile Darkness, the Which most evil badass. of evil books. That's just mm-hmm. got a great title, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like also, the book of Vile Darkness. I also yes. love his first book is Ordinary Necromancy, which did not hit the market the same way as the Book of Vile Darkness, which just tells us Trevor. something about the importance of titling for your audience. Trevor, yeah. this again, we got the exasperated intern Vecna just trying to tell his story, <laughs> rushing across the street with an armful of scrolls, steps in a puddle. The one exasperated strand of hair. Because that's all that's on his head. (laughs) My heart and soul into ordinary necromancy. No one cared. I, I like the idea that uh that it, it, the the love interest for this uh for this rom-com is just a normal woman like a normal human woman <laughs> and, he, and he's just like i'm just in love with her but it's just like but she's alive like you know she, she's not she's not she's not dead like you she's like i'm just that's why i wrote this book ordinary necromancer <laughs> i'm just an that's ordinary it. necromancer just trying to shoot my shot yeah so uh by the, so for the most part, his story starts after he already had become a god, after he'd already achieved super lichdom um, in Greyhawk, which apparently if you want to become an arch lich, Greyhawk is the place to do it, even yeah. if you got to leave again. After Highest like per a, capita. I mean, you know, it's like, the, it's like that... Uh, um, that island in Okinawa where like the people live like 120 years and nobody knows why, like that's how it is in Greyhawk. It's just <laughs> optimal undead wizard uh, <laughs> criteria is just in the in the air and in the soil uh so uh vecna became a god uh doesn't necessarily have any particular um uh domain and then had to fight for a section of the quasi-elemental plane of ash which is near the negative energy plane which just sounds like a little slice of heaven by the way and then that apparently got sucked into ravenloft so for a time at least uh vecna was a was a uh, dark lord um which that's gotta suck by the way that you're like i finally got my own little chunk of apocalyptic hellscape here and the dark powers are just like <laughs> you made this <laughs> Yeah, I made yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's got so much beef with the Raven Queen, because Ravenloft is in the Shadowfell, which theoretically means the Raven Queen is over Ravenloft, although they've never described what connection between the Dark Powers and the Raven Queen there is, if any, but there must be. So maybe that's why Vecna's like, no, 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 no. 
F you in particular. <laughs> I'm pointing at you with my good hand. <laughs> the other thing I didn't mention is when uh, Vecta was killed, his wizard tower was blown up by Kaz, uh, his vampire right hand, no pun intended, or pun intended, I suppose, and the eye and hand were the only thing that were left. So that was a thorough explosion, by the way. Yeah. When you're just like, boom. Could you imagine, first of all, doing that to a dude, rooting through the remains, finding his eye and hand, and then keeping them? Just being like, why you hit yourself? Why you hit yourself? <laughs> You're mine now, Vecna. I, I actually, reading through the lore and stuff, I really did like the the part about Kaz because I thought that was really neat that it was... Yeah, that's it. He, 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 pow he powered up Kaz's sword so that Kaz could fight someone. Um, and then Kaz won, and then Kaz was like, oh, but now we're going to fight. And then they had it out, yeah, the destruction thing. And it was then later when he got trapped in that part of the dread domain that he was just there so long he's like i guess i'm a vampire now mm -hmm. and I, I, that, I that's my favorite part of it there's no like he was bitten by strahd or anything no he just spent enough time there that he was a vampire <laughs> well that's the wild thing about vampirism in dnd &D. uh how you get there is not a clear path you know mm -hmm. you're just like oh a vampire bites you and you're like actually no no it just sort of you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. it's like it's like it's like organic lichdom you know, it's fine artisanal <laughs> lichdom. So I can't find where this is from, but um, on Wikipedia, there is a character biography for Vecna that gives him uh, the tragic past. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he he was. A this is what he of... wrote in Ordinary Necromancer to impress that girl. <laughs> yeah. That's what this I, I just want to read this like verbatim because it is it is. It is exactly what you uh, would expect. Vecna was born as a human centuries ago as a member of the untouchable cast in the Flan city of Fleece on Earth. He was initially trained by his mother, Mazel, in the art of magic before she was executed by the government of Fleece for practicing witchcraft. Vowing revenge, Vecna eventually assumed a mastery of the dark arts achieved by no mortal before or since. Some say his achievement was due to direct tutelage by Moxlick, the serpent, believed to be the personification of arcane magic itself. Oh. So he's that mm. wizard for Greyhawk. Yeah, he's like I, I appreciate they're like I appreciate they were like he's the greatest wizard ever. And both Aslan and Asarak are like <laughs> we should have like a wizard. They should have like a greatest wizard ever cage match. Kind oh of thing. yeah, but do it like Just a like, like American like Idol. Like brackets, do brackets. <laughs> yeah, American I, Idol. I, I, I feel I feel like they would just be so catty. Like neither none of them would want to cast the spell on the off chance it got counterspelled or didn't work, so they wouldn't yeah. try. But they'd be really That's, mean to each other. Yeah, you know that is a very good point. If you sent out invites for this, come prove you're the greatest wizard ever. None of them would show up. They wouldn't show. Yeah. No, yeah. they would yeah. they could, because there is that chance that yeah. they would mistime the counterspells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you're like, how are you gonna face yourself? You know, with your one good eye having like lost publicly. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. One, one of the one of the ones that i read was because i read that i saw the human wizard one apparently there is another version where he is a half elf which i thought was interesting and he retconned uh, his own past he retconned his own past. that's how powerful he is folks he retcons <laughs> his own story um i mean when you're somebody who could like crumble someone with a spell from the hand you still have anymore uh, you can say whatever the hell you want. I mean, that's true. That's true. 
Uh, but in this one, uh, Vecna, it says Vecna was taught by Orcus how to achieve undeath, later becoming mm. one of the most powerful liches ever in existence. Mm. Why'd they fall out? Because they hate each other now, don't they? Yeah. No, it was because uh, it's because he found out about Orcus's crush on the Raven Queen. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm like, like she's the worst. What she is, is this? The worst. Orcus Orcus beefs with everybody eventually, you know. I feel I think so that's bad. A good rule here. Of thumb. Yeah, right. I feel bad too because we make it seem like Orcus isn't like important. I mean, Orcus is scary. We're just sort of like, ah, he's like a doofus. But I mean, like, no, but he's like a powerful doofus. He's got he's got big cults yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. People people I got like him. Big cults and I cannot lie. <laughs> The other can't deny. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. That's the dance number that ends the first rom com. That's true. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Raven Queen's like, oh my God. God. Look at <laughs> our guys. <laughs> His skull is so big. It's just like out there. Gross. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay, so. So that also, I would just wait, we'll say one other thing. Yeah. Vecna's only given relationships to the people he's beefing with. He's like he doesn't like the Raven Queen. He doesn't like Cass, you know. And, <laughs> and his mom is dead. Mm -hmm. Well, yep. I mean, he's like nine thousand years old or whatever. There's probably not a lot of I mean, anything that's left. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless like plot twist, mom lich. Wait, are there any Sorry, major female liches? I guess Tasha's the closest. Valindra. No. Valindra, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I have I one in Brimstone Angels, but she is she is absolutely a crap lich. Like, <laughs> she, she kind of fell into it, and she's. Mm. I love Frenicky. She's incredibly lazy. The, um, I I, actually, I, I, I want to ask this because, like, I mean, we we might be able to do a lich episode down down the road, but I feel like this is a pretty good time to ask it. How is there like a standard way in D and D of someone becoming a lich? It is or, um, yeah, but it changes. I think. Yeah, it's a multi-stage process. Yeah, that it, it's like technically it's not the ritual isn't like it doesn't take like a day. Like you really do go through this like Smeagol and Nagala esque transformation Ooh. where you kind of just fall apart and as you uh, continue to like rot and get more and more decrepit, your power increases. That's why I don't like Bail Norn. Bail Norn are the good elven liches that are like i'm sorry yo oh, yeah man oh no, yeah Bail you don't know about Bailnorns? Bailnorn are the freaking gray jedi of this game and i said what i said it is a heresy and i reject it where you were like <laughs> what if i took this terrible thing but i took all the god part good parts but i still was kind of cool afterwards i'm like no you don't get that you don't get that no pick a side pick a side yeah so that that, that, so that the, was the uh lich, the lich steps listed at least here Right, because again, it does. This is a a fifth edition. Oh, this I don't know if they've actually officially laid it out. We have a lich it, recipe. Yeah, go on, gain access to the spell imprisonment to learn the secrets of lichdom, which feels a little bit like a catch-all. Craft a phylactery to protect your soul. Craft the potion of transformation. Perform the ascension ritual. Slash die. Hope for the best, and then feed the phylactery. That raises a good question. Is there, as because it's oh, usually left the secrets up. of lichdom has sub steps that you mm. can take and choices. You can make a pact. You can receive a dark gift. You can find the book of vile darkness. Um, so, yeah. One of the questions I had about phylacteries is mm -hmm. they kind of leave it up to like you know like oh the lich has a phylactery it's somewhere else and they reform next to it. But do we it, for like 
characters like Vecna and stuff in the past, have we gotten like this is where their phylactery is, or is it just always left up to the DM? I don't know. Uh, I well, I assume it's left to the DM because well, the the whole point. Well, let, let's just take a step back on the off chance that people don't know these nerd words. Um, it, yeah. a phylactery is the lich's actual essence lives in it. Um, you might be familiar with this concept as a horcrux because basically it was completely stolen from this idea of a lich's phylactery. <laughs> adapted, adapted. Um, so the lich, you can't kill it. It will keep coming back until you find this part of itself. A lot of times it's literally its heart uh, or some other part of it that they keep somewhere else expressly so you can't find it and destroy it. Like if this is my evil wizard tower, I got my phylactery in my evil bank vault somewhere else. So that if, <laughs> so that if I get got, I will keep returning as long as my phylactery exists. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. that, that, that was always one of my favorite things reading about uh, a Syrac because it was essentially like, oh yeah, no, if, if a party kills him, He's just going to go back to his phylactery in another plane. Uh, mm -hmm. I believe in that, in, in that adventure, um, which I won't spoil which one it is, but like, in that adventure, it actually did say what plane the phylactery was on. But it was just straight up like, oh, yeah, he'll just go back there and reform and then wait until all of those characters are dead and then mm -hmm. go back. And I love mm -hmm. that of just being so categorized. Like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with you. I'm going to outlive you. <laughs> I'm just mm -hmm. going to sit here. You're going to die. It'll be great. I mean, that's that's the way vampires handle their problems, where they're just like, I hate you. In 70 years, I'm going to continue on with my plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Yep. Then, then they're like, jokes on you. We're elves. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, okay. So we've got legends of Vecna's backstory. Um, way too many artifacts. <laughs> account really went all in on that i actually did not know that and i kind of really love that they did that <laughs> um what one of the things that i did see in here though was uh because uh bw you're talking about the demigod uh mm -hmm. godhood how did vecna get that because that's not like a normal thing that comes with being a lich right i mean how do any of them get it you know what i mean you're just like this is like i'm immortal and i enough. made it yeah yeah Get enough people mm -hmm. to worship you and stuff mm -hmm. starts happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> enough people to bow down um and, and sing your praises. Uh you, you just kind of cross over to the next to the next one. Like right now, you can you can have Vecna as a patron as as an undying warlock. Vecna can be your patron now. Just um, super cool. Yeah. Yep. And uh he's become knowledgeable of the secrets of life and death over many lifetimes. And I really do, I'm telling you, I really want, like, the Ravenloft slash Greyhawk, all necromancer, sex in the city, a Sarah Rack, Vecna, and Aslan. So wait, we're going to, we got Tasha. that, we had that Wives of Waterdeep suggestion yeah. from Ryan Hayden. Awesome. Now, now, now we do Liches of Ravenloft. <laughs> Liches, Liches of Ravenloft. Mm-hmm, 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 yep, yep. <laughs> that's 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 what i'm here for yep mm -hmm. um i, I okay. do I, I do want to say one tiny thing also the holy symbol of the of vecna is gross the hand holding the eyeball have you seen that one yeah oh yeah it's, yeah yeah like I, bleh, eh. the but, one that i got <laughs> the hand has skin on it yeah <laughs> like yeah, normal too. skin yeah yeah me too 
So that's it was early and, in his and, lich career before the skin got all jerkied and fell off. No, <laughs> that's why the other hand, that's what the hand looked like when it was showroom new. Um, uh, <laughs> What I was going to say was, uh, I did want to say something else about the Book of Vile Darkness because he did write it, and oh, it is yeah, not yeah, something yeah. that would like, you know, take taking a whole entire episode for. So um, there's a total of six copies and at least eighteen fake or botched copies. Could you imagine? You got to go to the uh, to the to the freaking pawn shop, and they're like, fake. <laughs> "Best I could do is fifty platinum." You know? <laughs> um, Best I can do. It's uh, it is made from the flesh of a human face and the bones of a demon, uh, and As then you do. Uh, with with metal bindings. So it's literally metal bindings. <laughs> um, but if you if you aren't worthy of it when you open it, it just looks like unintelligible symbols. Um, it can be edited by the owner. Um, but it basically just contains um everything bad. It like it really is the book of vile darkness. Just everything terrible uh, is in the book. And then uh, it, it gives you a lot of powers if you, um, uh, especially if you are, it gives you a lot of evil powers, um, as one would think. Although the book is intelligent, it can deliberately try and hide more dangerous content um, to make it appear less dangerous or malicious, basically to <laughs> fake people out. I think personally, personally, uh, if I were the book, I'd give you the worst things first. You know what I mean? Like, no, cast this spell right here. No, this pact. Do this one. Do this yeah, one. Do totally. this one. <laughs> yeah. It's 100% fine. That's why it's at the beginning of the book. It's an easy one. Yep. Yep. And um, <laughs> there's a, uh, where's the, oh, there's a, there's a chapter, uh, there's a quote from Lolf. Where's the chapter about me, demon lord who achieved godhood? Hello. Who <laughs> in the nine hells wrote this thing? <laughs> I don't know where that's from. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did uh, I did like in the, the wiki article that I had up mm -hmm. that said Vegna was the original author of the Book of Vile Darkness, which later received additions from other evil scholars. <laughs> <laughs> I just love sure. that. Other evil oh, scholars. Can you imagine being Vecna and you're like, oh yeah, I remember when I wrote this and you open it up and like someone's added all these chapters, all this like evil darkness fanfic at the back, and you're yeah. like, who dares? Yeah, evil darkness fanfic. Honestly, I'm offended for Vecna. Right when you just said it like that, I'm like, you're right. No, again, ordinary necromancy was lean. It was effective. Oh you know, not not all this uh, this extended universe vile darkness. <laughs> just give me the ordinary necromancy that I grew up with. Okay. Yeah, uh, Vecna. I would like you to release the uh, the original theatric version of the Book of Vile Darkness of unedited Darkness. Uh, in 4K, please. Sure, sure. No new effects. Just 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 touch it up a little bit. Just touch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Vecna cut. You know, you know, and don't 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 take your one Book of Vile Darkness and stretch it across three movies. <laughs> Don't, don't do it. One, a, 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 a tight, a, a tight three hours. A tight three hours. You know, it's an unmitigated cash grab from you know oh the, 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 the lich artistic community. You know what would happen? They'd publish the book of Vile Darkness. It'd be a hit. Then they would publish Ordinary Necromancy, extended over three movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, release the Vecna cut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, 
but okay, wait. But there, there really was a priestess of Nerol that came in and extended it. So it's like it, she's like, oh, this isn't done. Let me go add a bunch to it. And it's like, eh, you made it worse. <laughs> this all, all of this has happened before and will happen again, folks. Yep. Um. So is there is there any notable like recent in quotes uh, appearances of Vecna? Besides uh, the, where where we know some things currently, I will get to that. Um, where did Vecna pop up last? I well, think so it's the Baldur's Gate. Oh, I forgot. There's the rope. There's the robe of Vecna too. That's a whole other thing. Oh, like again, that's when you know you were incredible. That just having stuff having touched you, yeah, in, imbues it with evil power for all time. But like it, it does, it does slowly come degrade in power. Where it's like this is the hand of a guy who once touched Vecna's shoulder at a con. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like what like, does it do? It's like it can cast prestidigitation like once a month. Exactly. Um, You're like, here's my jacket that I hug Vecna in. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, the, the the most recent thing I know that is Vecna uh, connected um, is the hand of Vecna showing up uh, in Descent into Avernus, and it was on Archon's hand. Uh, well, it was Archon's hand. Confusing. Um, and and I and we, we, there's a video up uh, for for people watching and listening. Uh, there's a video up on the Idol Champions YouTube channel, which is an interview with Joe Manganiello about how Archon got the hand of Vecna, and it was actually really it was pretty freaking cool. If I remember I mean, we, correctly, we, we all saw it happen. How he got the hand. Yeah, of Yeah, Vecna. yeah, because it happened on Critical Role, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so now Archon has at least the hand and yep. is, is, is mucking about in Avernus trying to do things to help out Tiamat. Yeah. Uh, that was the, the last place Vecna turned up, um, uh, in a major way was on CR when they fought him. Um, he was the, the main bad guy of campaign one and they oh. fought him at the conclusion. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know a lot about campaign one, so okay, that's yep. good to know. Yep, and then, um, and then uh, there's still some stuff about Vecna and the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, which is the book that came out. Well, I was about to say last year, but that was 2020 because that's two years ago. Oh God, I keep... <laughs> time. I know. Time. I, I reject it. Yeah. So I think most people that know the name of Vecna currently know him because he was a CR adversary. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I mean, and he's, he's, a, he's a good villain to have. Like, it, Asirak, I love Asirak, but I mostly love Asirak for the the attitude of, like, I don't really care. Like, I'm just here. I'm just going to do my own thing. Like, e even with Ascending to Godhood, like, Asirak don't care. He's like, I don't I don't really want to do it. I'm, I'm kind of chill where I am. Mm -hmm. I might make another god because that seems fun. Where, mm -hmm. Whereas Vecna is just like, no, I want all the power. Uh, what One of the... the things that I need to find out more about is that apparently, uh, let me see where it was. Oh, oh, here it is. Um, Vecna got the demigodhood by absorbing the essence of a demigod named Luz. Oh, and, that's the mm -hmm. Greyhawk god. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then when he had this demigodhood, assaulted Sigil, which like, that's, that's some high end game planning right there. It was like, I'm gonna go attack this donut shaped plane that exists above the multiverse ruled by a woman who will kill you if you look at her. But say um, whose, whose shadow will mess you up. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He just um, doesn't like powerful women. 
That's going it. after the you Lady know? of Pain, going or, after the Raven Queen. You know what? Or, You're right. Or what if Vecna's the biggest simp there is? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is exactly why he just flings it at them, and they're like, uh, what? So, yeah. so, so are we saying that his, his actual crush is the Lady of Pain? <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to king shame back then. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so apparently in this he was uh, expelled from Sigil uh, with the help of the Lady of Pain, and his essence was separated from Luz. With the help, right? I'm like... just like I'm pretty sure she did it on her own. Like, like what is this? <laughs> um, so that that's why now he is considered a lesser deity i believe is is what the wording is um he's no longer demigod the lesser deity yeah there we go okay oh this was a i bet i wonder if this was a book oh i want that book that sounds awesome i i, I need multiverse lich fights mm -hmm. and i i you know no surprise here i got a love for the multiverse <laughs> so when you got a villain that threatens the entirety of the multiverse that's that's my jam right there um, hard to argue. Mm -hmm. Well, we're getting towards the end of this episode. Is there any other things that pop into your all's head about Vecna or Liches or the Book of Owl Darkness? Uh, mm. Liches get stitches, man. <laughs> well, unless, unless you're the 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 hand of Vecna that's acting like thing from the Adams family for a specific one shot, then Liches get scritches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, again, has anybody tried? I bring that up again. Has anybody tried? Maybe that's all they needed. Maybe they just needed to to, to be moisturized. They do look a little dusty. That skin's got to be itchy, and you're just <laughs> like a little dusty. Yeah, it was like there it is, a little, little little scratch under the jaw. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Uh, with that, then uh, why don't we take a look at what the uh, uh, what chat has been up to while we've been talking. Remember, <laughs> you can drop in uh, questions into the chat that are awesome. Mod Martin will grab and put into the uh, text doc or just put more riffing of stuff that we're saying, because that's fine, too. I enjoy reading that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cassius335 says, question, trying to figure out a submission for Tome of Beasts 3, which I believe somewhere in here on the panel has experience with. Uh, but I have one major problem. How do you configure challenge rating or at all? Like, how, how do you do that? Uh, CR is the worst mm -hmm. guideline. I mean, they're trying theoretically the total levels of the party should equal the CR of the challenge. So if you have a CR 12 monster, the people in the party should equal 12 or at least like 10. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're probably going to be way outmatched. If you have creatures that are CR 1 quarter, CR 1 eight, CR 1 half, which you have, you're supposed to send enough of them against the party that it totals their character levels. Do you mean their their total character levels? So like if I had I three level fours, it would yep. be CR 12. Correct. Oh, I However, misunderstood CR. Okay. Well, but that won't work because you have three level four characters and you send a CR 12 monster against them, it will wreck their faces. Yeah, that's so... true. So... See, what I, I thought it was um it was that creature is meant to be a uh a good encounter for four 
char uh, player characters of that level. So if you had a CR 12, four level 12s could have a comfortable fight against it. But remember, the CR scale goes up to 30, bros. If oh, God, you're right. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't mean to swear there. Sorry. That's yeah. how confused I am about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't quite work. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it really, the, the way I gauge it is it is roughly analogous to the CR of the creature is equal to the CR of one of the people in the group, the average of the group. You know what I mean? Not the total, the yeah. average. Right. Hmm. And then I'll look at the creature and I'll say, one, is this something that they even can beat? Like, read it. Can they defeat this thing? And if they get hit by it, will it one shot them? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and look yeah. at it that way. I use it. I use it more as, as the average. And I have to issue the disclaimer. I got five and a half editions of this game floating around in my head. Like by now, it may be overtly stated that it's the average. Uh, but same thing, the CR scale goes to 30, and there is no average character level of 30. So one way I or think, another. I think yeah. it's getting some adjustment with this new Mordekainen book mm -hmm. um, as far as calculation goes. Uh, but yeah, I, I will be honest, I don't pay attention to CR that much. It, no one it, does. It, it doesn't it, quite it, work. Yeah, like, I also don't really, like, I've said this on difficulty class. My encounter building goes, that sounds cool. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't murder them. Mm -hmm. Um so I guess the best answer we got here, Cassie says, make it up. Do your best. I believe in you. <laughs> yep. Um, also, I mean, uh, freaking awesome. I, I, I will say um, uh, that's the uh, that's the um, um, Cobalt one, right? Yeah, Cobalt Press. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm contributing to that one. I just want to make sure that I was saying yeah. that I'm working on that, the right that, book. That's um, why I said one per, one person I, on the panel has experience. I didn't want to be like, "Yay, I'm helping with that," and they're like, "No, you're not." I'm like, "Oh, I'm not." You know, um, <laughs> uh, I, I will also say too: look at other monsters and see that your thing is of a similar weight class. You know, like if you've got a creature that you're like, I don't know, it's a giant spike bullfrog. Um, and it can grapple and swallow and it's going to do 2d6 acid damage every round while you're being digested. Look at the uh, monsters and see what's someone that is a, a creature that is around that difficulty, around that AC, around that hit points, or hits around that hard, and then that's your CR. In worst like case, quite frankly, adjust to that. Yeah. But what you'll find is uh, monsters, uh, it is challenge rating, by the way. I don't know that we said that out loud. So everybody's gonna be like, why are they being so mean, you critical role? <laughs> uh, challenge rating. Uh, that is what you sound like when you do that, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, usually the challenge rating is defined by how hard it is to kill, how easy it can kill you, Mm -hmm. or both yeah <laughs> like you can have a, a fairly weak monster that is just incredibly durable like zombies that is very easy to kill a zombie it's just hard to keep it dead because it can get back up again yep um versus something like uh the Tarask, you know so mm -hmm. there you go all right now um <laughs> foolish genius 89 says question if someone goes multiverse hopping and gets multiple eyes of vecna and makes a beholder out of them how fast do the players revolt <laughs> I mean, you could have a beholder of Vecna. Beholder of Vecna. Well, see, like, so now I'm sitting here just like, okay, so it, it, would there be multiple, um, would there be multiple Vecnas? So 
it seems to me, and you tell me your take on this, Aaron, that D&D has made the planes and the multiverses and let me not say anything that's under NDA. <laughs> <laughs> but historically, it's like, like there's only one tier. There's only one Umberly. Like you mm-hmm. can go to these other places, but it's still tier. It's still Umberly. They're not Umberlies. You know, Umberly? What is the um, plural? Um, um, <laughs> I think Umberly works. Yeah. Chopping Umberly. Sorry, yeah. I had a. My my headphones stopped working for a second. Oh, that's not fun. Mm. I figured I don't I don't know why it happened, but I made it stop happening. So that's yay. Yeah, mm. it's basically saying like, would there be multiple Vecnas? Would there be multiple hands and eyes of Vecna? And I was saying there would personally. Uh, uh, the only way is if you really wanted that, and then you built in some kind of evil chronomancer that split the timeline, and then you had multiple Vecnas. So. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't think by by uh, I don't think there is as a like set thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I know I know that it, with the way that I do multiverse stuff, it could be possible. And now I'm just like, I could do a beholder. Vecna. I mean, beholder Vecna. I could do a beholder Vecna. Especially if it, yeah, you have a have a. Uh, I'll just um... combine Vecna with the terrible CGI ending of the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh... <laughs> I don't this would work but like um so my first forgotten realms short story involves a spy who goes in to like get info intentionally gets caught and killed but then they resurrect her from the little finger that she chopped off uh Mm -hmm. and so then she's like is that dude and he's gonna do this um so if you took the hand of vecna and you cast resurrection on it would you make a new vecna Oh. I don't know. I and feel... then who has the soul? It's all attached to the phylactery. Are See, they sharing I, I, it? Is it a timeshare phylactery? This sounds like a Dr. Well, Doom is, is, this the, is, this, is this the Vecna of Theseus now? <laughs> I know, right? Like, what happens? <laughs> the Vecna of Theseus. I, I feel like, uh, first, first of all, Vecna Death Tyrant do that but second um i i i would submit that vecna being a lich and a god true resurrection it's he's beyond the power of true resurrection to restore personally reasonable yeah what if okay okay wait don't you have to don't you have to consent to resurrection anyway you have to agree to to come back that's true yeah part of me is also like I also that was it when I did it, it was a different edition but also my person was totally down so we just didn't even touch that part what <laughs> if as a as a thought experiment okay prelich vecna uh chops his finger off in a threshing accident <laughs> and if you were to get a hold of that and you resurrected prelich vecna from the finger could you pull vecna's soul back into a human non-lich body if you caught him in a moment of, uh, I don't know, missing his mother. Uh, I will now hope that none of my players watch this episode because that sounds like a brilliant way to defeat Vecna. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Because, like, I don't know. Because there's I, this is one of those places where I'm not well-versed quite enough in uh, the specific mechanics of a lich because there are undead where they don't have a soul. Right, mm-hmm. the soul is not is not the thing that's powering them, which is the crux of the res- the short story's resurrection agent is somebody 
um, like straight up resurrects the body missing the body that's missing the little finger into a white. <laughs> and um, then she comes back in a new fresh body, but this one's still there. So now we have really existential crisis he fights. I love um, it. So would there still be Lich Vecna who just doesn't have access to the soul that's in the phylactery? Or is it the sounds soul like Vecna's building like, like his own fan I don't know. Club like, like he can't he can't dance anymore. He's like <laughs> Dang, I got no rhythm. You know, lost my soul. Is this the... um, okay, let, I, I'm going to try and get a couple more questions sorry, in sorry. here. No, it's okay. Uh, 5280A says, I love B. Dave's shirt. Where can I get one? Uh, this is the Lambert House shirt from three years ago. So I don't, you might not be able to. I believe yeah. they, they still, still have... have that one up. I think really? that is still think one so. of the options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were you, all, they're all time dependent. I thought so. Uh, if you look up uh, D and D Lambert House together, uh, it might pull it up. But yeah, B Dave might also be right that it may be time sensitive on when you can order it. But they do it every year. Uh, so, yeah. uh, uh, but there's a new, there's a new one every year. This yeah. is uh, this is last year. Yep. Yeah, last year. And they got the Magic the Gathering one. Yeah, yep. that's that's last year's, and uh, this year's is MTG, and then the one before the after this, but before this was the Dragon with the Prismatic Fire. Yep, cool. yep, 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 yep. Needless to say, I rock those every year. So, yep. Um, uh, I okay. I think I think we can go out on this one. Um, because it's kind of all encompassing. Uh, Wilhelm Scream says, "Hey, can anyone recommend a source that compiles canonical lore throughout the editions? I don't know where something uh like that lands, legally speaking, mind you. Uh, not take uh not talking about stat blocks or anything like that. Just text and ideally images. I don't think hmm. one of those exists. Nope. Um, yeah. if it that's did, why we do this show." <laughs> yeah if, well yeah not only here. that but uh but if, if it did it's probably third party uh you know it's definitely talking about the the, the legality of that um mm. i, I mean, do think that, something the, like that would be fun at least and then the close the closest you're gonna get is like a dnd beyond and even then it's only got fifth edition actually yeah. i just remembered something that gets close to this is the young adventurers guides and you and you may discount them because they're kids books and, and whatnot and they definitely are angled towards getting kids into D D. it works i did that to my nephews haha um a, but they don't really have stat blocks in them they more do they more talk about lore and characters of D D. and it's not in depth but it is enough i think because like it was wild like i gave my nephews those books and then like the next year i got them another one and like my my nephew was like that's bruno battlehammer and i'm like you were five and you know who bruno battlehammer is i'm so happy right now um, <laughs> so i i recommend checking those out they're they're pretty cool lore wise um but yeah i don't think there's anything that got it all together um, but that is where we need to wrap things up because it's about time for us to get out of here. So, uh, friends, where can people find you and what awesome things you're working on? I will say, stick around though. There's a special thing after I end the episode that you might want to see that's coming to the game later today. So stick around. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can listen to me with these guys on our podcast, writing about dragons and shit, where we talk about writing and tangent into other things. So many tangents. Um, 
You can join me on uh, Concentration Check, a co-writing show on Twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrawlers every Monday at 1.30. Uh, so we do some uh, work, some writing sprints, although you don't have to be writing. You can do whatever project you need a little help getting some focus on. Um, you can also join me for Dungeon Scrawlers on that same channel uh, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific on Wednesdays. That's tonight. Um, and we'll play, we play D and D in forgotten realms with a bunch of fantasy writers. Yeah. We're in trouble. We're in some kind of weird dungeon that was full of death tyrants. We, that we you're totally supposed to be went, in. That nothing, yeah, we, nothing uh, bad happened. Someone, nothing brought you there by accident. Someone decided to roll, to, to do the helm of teleportation and then rolled real bad. And so I don't know where we are, but then somebody decided to let go of the circle. And so we did not teleport out and I don't have a warlock pact anymore. So I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, but you weren't but a warlock, anyway. so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow I lost all my um, very important witch powers. My Rashemi witch powers are gone, possibly because <laughs> oh. I burned my mask in a fit of grief. I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> also, can I just say there's a new content? There's new adventures coming out today, I believe. Yes, there um, are. And you guys should check these out because this is both, I think, the most poignant thing I've written so far and the most bananas bonkers thing I've written Read so far. Read all the dialogues. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how often those two states overlap, to tell you the truth. It's two <laughs> little adventures, those one and then the other. I mean, speaking as someone that does an official D&D horror show, an official D&D comedy show, there's a lot of funny bits in the horror show and a lot of terrible bits in the comedy. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yep. As far as the podcast goes, the real podcast is the tangents we took along the way. Um, <laughs> I I am uh, not ironically TV's B. Dave Walters. Uh, yeah, you catch me on uh, Invitation to Party on G4, uh, which is live on Twitch and YouTube on Fridays, on TV on Mondays, and the Black Dice Society on the, uh, the official D&D Twitch and YouTubes on Thursdays at 3 Pacific. And just follow me on the Tweetograms at B. Dave Walters. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. And I gave this shout out on uh, uh, Right About Dragon Shit. So I'm going to do it here as well. Uh, I possibly am doing another podcast that was actually an old podcast coming back called I'm Going to Podcast, which is me and two of my friends just being silly uh, together. And uh, the reason I say it might be coming back is because we want your help. Uh, we want to get 50 uh, listener questions in. And then we'll start recording again, just answering questions that are ranging anything from, I don't know, relationship advice, job advice, or uh, is a hot dog a sandwich, is salsa a soup, I don't, whatever. What, what happens if you resurrect Zvekna's pre-lich hand? We'll talk about that. Send <laughs> that's it in. My, that's my yeah. submission. Uh, you can send those into <laughs> I'm gonna email at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, if we get 50 questions, we're gonna start uh, the show again. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, one last shout out. Happy birthday to my best friend Kyle yesterday. Hey, happy birthday, you, Kyle. Good dude. Happy and, birthday, Kyle. And it's so fitting because he freaking loves Vecna. We did it for you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you to Martin for <laughs> moderating in the did, chat. I did not suggest it for Kyle. Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you to Jay for moderating the or not Jay. I, so, so I thank you, Martin, for moderating the chat and doing a fantastic job today. And thank you to Codename Entertainment for letting us have some fun and talk about some D&D. If you missed any part of the show, you can catch it later as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. And you can uh, write in suggestions for future topics that have to do with idle champions and D&D. 
You can send those into Champions of Lore at CodenameEntertainment.com. Uh, let's see. Today we've got Mars's Guiding Hand at one, and then we've got Sketching Hour at three. So be sure to come back and uh, catch those for a lot of fun. And uh, like Aaron said, there is an update to the game coming pretty much directly after this sh uh, show ends. So uh, update your game and check that out. And uh, now I'm actually going to show you a little teaser for what's coming next. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. And if you're an audio listener, I'm sorry because it's a visual thing. But until next week, champions out. <laughs>